What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode five of Lockdown Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Tigers had a spring training game yesterday in Lakeland against the Red Sox that ended in an 11-11 tie. Going to be talking about some interesting individual performances from that game. But before we get started, I do want to talk about uh, the comments I made yesterday regarding Matt Manning. And I want to amend them a little bit. I feel like I wasn't particularly precise with those comments. And I just want to to uh, rectify those a little bit and, and make it more clear what I was trying to say. There's a lot of uncertainties in this organization right now. To me, Matt Manning is not one of them. I have very little doubt that this guy isn't going to turn out to be a wonderful pitcher here. I, honestly, what I was trying to say was that on Saturday which was a minuscule, microscopic sample size of one inning, his fastball, to me, didn't have the life on it that I've seen it have in the past. That was all I'm saying. It doesn't mean that it's it's lacking in velocity. It doesn't mean that it's lacking in spin rate, in movement. Just based on what I saw on Saturday, it was a little bit flatter than I'd seen it in the past. Once again, the tiniest of sample sizes, one inning. And it does not take away at all from how I feel this guy is going to be as a pitcher going forward. I think he's going to be phenomenal. It was simply an observation I made from the one inning I saw of him on Saturday. That's all. Got roasted a little bit on Twitter for that take. And I don't want I don't want to, to cause panic for anyone. I don't want anyone to believe that I have any concerns regarding any of these young pitchers in the farm system, mainly the main three guys. I think they're all going to be great. And if I didn't, I would tell you. But that's all. It was just an observation I made based on the stuff I saw on Saturday. I think he's going to be phenomenal. Moving on. Like I said, the Tigers did play a baseball game yesterday, an 11-11 tie against the Red Sox. A pretty remarkable comeback. They scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth, I'm I'm sure against some some no-name pitcher. But hey, Nice little effort. Good job, guys. I'll give you a, a gold star and a pat on the back. Nice little comeback. Daniel Norris pitched for the Tigers, got rocked. Two innings, six hits, four earned runs, two strikeouts, gave up a home run as well. I'm going to probably dedicate an entire segment one of these days to Daniel Norris. I think his tenure thus far in Detroit has been a a, a comedy. Is there such thing as a tragedy of errors? That's what I feel like it is, because it's not funny, it's not a comedy. I think this was a guy who had a whole lot of potential when he was acquired from the Blue Jays and the David Price deal, and has underachieved, and it's kind of been a perfect storm of injuries, and mismanagement, and inability to really grow as a pitcher uh, on his part. I don't think he's cleaned up his mechanics much, I I blame him for that, I blame uh, the pitching coaches here for that. As well, I don't like the fact that they have consistently bounced him back and forth between starter and reliever. I don't think that's done anything for his confidence. And I think injuries have have derailed his career as well. His stuff is uh, remarkably less electric than it was when he was first acquired here back in 2015. Still going to make the team. Will still be a part of this rotation for this season. Was not good by any means last year. I guess in terms of health and innings pitched, you could probably make the strong argument it was his best season. It was, I guess, technically, you know, by default, his best season 
in the major leagues, but um, I don't really have a ton of faith in Daniel Norris as a pitcher. Seems like a wonderful guy, very smart guy, and I give him a lot of credit. He's in, he's in very good shape, and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me to see him uh, have a full year of health and, and put up probably uh, some slightly better numbers than he put up a year ago, but this is a guy who I really felt like had a whole lot of potential here, and he's just never quite reached it for a plethora of reasons. Offensively, uh, you had Travis Demerit, who was two for three, hit a grand slam as well yesterday. Travis Demerit's another guy who I am paying close attention to because he's fighting for a roster spot here. All of a sudden, this outfield is very crowded. You have uh, five guys fighting for three positions. You know, Jacoby's probably going to man center field. Maben will probably be in right. And then you have between Reyes and Stewart and Demerit, uh, several guys who are going to be fighting for that last spot, and Demerit was a guy I think the Tigers were pretty high on when they acquired him. I think they were actually pretty happy with that deal, the Shane Green deal. Didn't do a whole lot a season ago in 48 games. Can't play any defense. 630 OPS, 65 OPS plus. He had a wins above replacement of negative 1.1. Not a promising start to his major league career, but he is only going to be 25 years old. Seems like a pretty good athlete, seems like a good kid, so maybe, hopefully, he can develop into something. It would be nice to get a, a, a an offensive tool in that deal, the Shane Green deal that they made last July. Another guy who had a good ball game yesterday was Jake Rogers. Now, Jake Rogers, part of the Justin Verlander deal that the Tigers made back in September of 2017. The first guy to be called up from that deal, and it was a disaster. Look, look, I mean, in all honesty, it, it really was. Jake Rogers, when he was called up, the idea was that he was going to be the opening day catcher this season. And that's not going to be the case. That's why they went out and got Austin Romine, you know, from the bargain bin of a, of a superstore. You know, I, like I, th- that's why. Jake Rogers offensively, we everyone knows defensively this guy's a wizard. And I think that he's an important piece to this organization. I still believe that because building a core around starting pitching is a neat idea, but the idea of having a catcher who can frame pitches and steal strikes, which is something that's going to be a thing as long as we have human umpires and occasionally hit for power, it's a, it's a neat idea and throw guys out on the base paths. I like that. I like that a lot. And after a first week where he was pretty solid, Jake Rogers fell off the earth in 35 games last year. 51 strikeouts compared to 31 walks, 112 plate appearances, a 481 OPS, a negative 0.6 war. It, it was a disaster and a major disappointment, I think, for this organization. No one expected or even asked for him to be Mike Piazza with the bat. Nobody asked for him to be Pudge Rodriguez or Yadier Molina on his prime. All they needed was an average, hell, even a below average hitter, and they didn't get that. He, he couldn't even see the field, really. In, in the very end of last season, Grayson Griner took his spot again. So it was a very disappointing beginning to Jake Rogers' major league career. This guy has changed his swing more than Katy Perry has changed her hair color. This guy's had a leg kick, then he had no leg kick, then he had a leg kick again. Now he's he's back to no leg kick. Yesterday, the video that came out of him homering, no leg kick. So hopefully he's been able to tune up his swing and he can take that next step this year. He's still a key piece of this organization. I know a lot of fans uh, have probably turned their back on him. I get that. He was not good after the call-up last season. 
I, I don't think he got called up too early, in all honesty. You know, the guy was 24 years old. I think he seemed ready. Numbers in, in AAA were pretty solid. But this is going to be a, a big opportunity for him this year. He'll get called up at some point, probably pretty early in the season, and he's going to have to prove himself. And I think they're going to give him a, a lot of opportunity here because they want him to be the guy who's going to be catching Mize and Scooball and Manning when they get called up to the major league. So I think he's still a key piece to this organization. I really do believe that he's just got to get fi- got to get it figured out offensively. We know what he's capable of throwing guys out on the base paths, stealing strikes, framing pitches. That's all great. If you can't hit, you're not going to see the field. Jake Rogers has to figure out how to hit at least to an average level at the major leagues or else he's, he's going to be playing his way out of the future. Sadly, I don't want that to happen. I don't think it'll happen. The guy's still pretty young, but what he did last season offensively was cause for concern. I know when we get back, I'm going to gush over the performance by Tariq Skubal yesterday, as well as what we've seen from him thus far in spring, and really what we've seen from him over the last calendar year. His ascension from kind of a no-name guy to a top 50 prospect has been remarkable. We're going to talk about him here in just a second. Be right back. All right, well, as promised, we're going to talk a little bit about Tariq Skubal, who pitched two innings of scoreless ball yesterday, walked one batter, but struck out three in two innings of work, looked phenomenal. Tariq Skubal, the number four rated left-handed pitching prospect in all of baseball, according to MLB.com, had a tremendous season a year ago, a 242 ERA and 122 and two-thirds innings, an astonishing 179 strikeouts, and we've seen him pitch a few times in spring now. Guys, this guy is seriously legit. And look, uh, this organization, as critical as I've been of them, and they've, they deserve 99.9% of the criticism I've thrown their way, a lot of organizations that build championship cores have one or two or three guys who you didn't really think much of, who rose above the ranks and eventually became really solid major league pitchers. The Tigers have been yet to hit on any one of those guys. Tariq Skubal might be the exception. This dude has overwhelming stuff. Now, the one thing I was a little bit worried about before maybe the latter part of last season was that he was really throwing a whole lot of fastballs. And he has a tremendous fastball, a, a, a neat arm delivery, a clean mechanics. The guy looks phenomenal. But in the minors, you can get away with being extremely fastball heavy. You can blow guys away with heaters. The older you get and the more experienced hitters you face, you got to throw a wrinkle in there. And that's been the most exciting thing watching him this spring is that he has mixed in changeups and he has mixed in sliders. He struck out Michael Chavis on a a just a beautiful, beautiful slider. That pitch looked Chris Sale-esque. And I'm not saying that Tariq Skubal is going to be as good as Chris Sale. I think it'd be kind of unfair to compare him to a guy who's one of the greatest pitchers of a generation. But when Chris Sale is dealing, he's able to throw that slider, that back foot slider to righties and get a ton of swings and misses. I think Skubal's development with that pitch has been probably the biggest reason why he's been able to uh, just continually ascend within this last year. A year ago, among pitchers with at least 120 innings pitched, had the highest swinging strike rate 
of any pitcher in the minor leagues at 18.1%. He looks phenomenal. I'm not going to say he's the best uh, pitching prospect in this organization. I think that's a little bit much. I think he is still a bit raw, though his stuff is more refined now than it's ever been. And look, the way he's been climbing, it wouldn't shock me at all to see people start to view him as the as the future ace of this organization. Worry a little bit about his durability. He's had Tommy John before. But besides that, man, I got nothing but positives to say about how this kid has looked, not just thus far in spring training, but really looked in the latter part of last season as well. Maybe he's going to be that diamond in the rough, that hidden gem that this organization desperately needs. Somebody on my Locked On Twitter account said that every day I should do a moment of hope for this organization. I don't think I can do that every day because <laughs> I don't think there's that much going on that's that hopeful. But I will say for for this show, for this segment, this is a moment of hope. Tariq Skubal is going to be a legit major league pitcher very, very soon. Okay, so that's going to wrap things up for today's show. You can follow me, my personal account on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at castellani two o. One four. You can follow this show on Twitter at Locked On Tigers. If you have any questions, you can post them there on my personal Twitter account, or you can email them to this show's Twitter account. That's LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. We'll be doing a mailbag on Friday, so if you have any questions that you want answered, go ahead and ask me on any of those platforms. Please follow me there. It would be much appreciated. And we are on Apple Podcasts. Go to iTunes. Leave a review if you feel so inclined. A positive review always makes my day, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We will be right back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.